Hello, welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition, we're going to discuss the county's annual personal property tax, also called the car tax, as well as the tax relief program for older adults. And with us today to talk about that is Kevin Greenleaf, the Director of Tax Administration for Fairfax County. As the county's assessor and tax collector, Kevin has worked for Fairfax for 32 years. He has degrees from the University of Virginia, George Mason University, and himself is a longtime Fairfax County taxpayer. So that's a good qualification for the job right absolutely, there. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Kevin Greenleaf, thanks for being with us today to talk about the uh, the annual car tax. So first of all, tell us a little little bit about the annual car tax, what it is, how much revenue does it bring, you know, kind of the, the good stuff like that. The car tax is a very important tax to the Fairfax County General Fund. It's mm. a tax that's levied throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia. Okay. So Fairfax is not unique. Um, it's based on the value of your car, and our values are set uh, by statute. We use uh, a recognized pricing guide. In this case, the uh, National Automobile Dealers Association, NADA, okay. Okay. Um, pricing guide. Mm-hmm. We generally use the average trade-in value for clean cars. Um, some newer models will take a percentage reduction from the MSRP only because the value is generally not in the January edition. Okay. Virginia law, you have to use the value as of January 1. And that throws people off quite a lot because they may buy a car later in the year. Right. It's already depreciated. Right. But That's the law says point. we have to go by the January 1 value. Good point. Um, the car tax uh, is due uh, October 6th this year. It's normally October 5th, but because of the weekend, it's going to be October 6th. And there are some adjustments that you can get on the on your car tax bill, mainly for body damage, uh, rust, um, accidents, whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, that was in the condition as of January. Right. We also adjust for high mileage on vehicles, so that oh, helps okay. reduce the, the tax bill. Okay. So there's, there is some, is there someone physically looking at each of these, or is it a kind of an automated calculation <coughs> based on the, the NADA guide? Kind of explain the process a little bit. Well, it's, it's case by case. Um, you submit documentation as to what the damage is, when okay. it occurred, um, the nature of it. We'll sometimes even take a physical look at it. You can bring it here to the office. Basically, what that does is instead of using the, the clean value of NADA, we may use the uh, average or rough condition, um, which you know is a different value bracket. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to be more specific, they can bring in an appraisal or a cost to, to repair mm. certain things, and we'll take okay. that under consideration. Okay. Um, I, I guess maybe a, a dumb question or just one I don't know. I mean, how many cars are there in Fairfax County, or, or how many people pay the car tax? Quite a few. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we assess almost a, a, million do, a million cars a year. Wow. And if you think about it, it's a very transient area. So you have a lot of people moving in, a lot of people moving out, right. and the car tax is prorated. So we're adjusting mm, those kind wow. of bills all the time. Okay. Um, so we're talking about the annual car tax for Fairfax County, but there's also a state car tax subsidy. Is that right? Uh, there is, uh, and this was passed some years ago, but it's it's morphed over the years. The current state process is they give each locality a lump sum of money, and then that mm. lump sum of money is basically allocated out amongst all of the qualifying cars. So since it's a fixed amount of money, as your car base goes up or your values go up, mm-hmm. eventually the subsidy comes down. 
So it started out at about 70% of the value was subsidized by the state. Okay. Today, it's reduced down to the point where it's 62%. Hmm. Now, what that means is the state will actually subsidize 60, taxes on 62% of the value okay. on the first $20,000 of value. So if you own a car that's 20000 the state's and, and it's used for personal use only, okay. um, the state will subsidize 62%, and then you'll pay the remaining 38% as local tax. If your car is over 20000 say it's 40000 mm-hmm. valued at $40,000, the state will still subsidize on the first 20000 and then you'll pay the full tax on the remaining 20000 mm-hmm. That's over the limit. All right. um, the county also has a local registration fee. Okay. Um, for cars that are 4,000 pounds or under, it's $33. 4,000 pounds and over, it's $38. Motorcycles, it's $18. And that's um, it, it's a local registration fee that's permitted by statute, and most localities throughout Virginia charge that. It, it's, it's important to distinguish that it's different from the state registration um, okay. fee. Right. When you register your car with the DMV, you're right. paying a state registration okay. fee. Okay. What you also have to do is each year, when you register your car in Fairfax County, you, you pay a local registration fee. So okay. that's Build on the tax bill itself, um, and you pay it at the same time. Is that what maybe folks would refer to as the decal? Absolutely. It decal used to be fee. called the decal fee because okay. we used to have a sticker on the windshield that you'd okay. put on. I think the, the board was very wise when they eliminated the need to display the decal. The public didn't like having to put that on the windshield right. each year. They didn't, right. certainly didn't like having to scrape it off. Right. And it wasn't – the state law was changed, so the decal itself is no longer required. Um, the, but you the, still get the fee. You still get the fee, and it's a, you know, it's a revenue aspect mm-hmm. of the general fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it doesn't impair our ability to collect the tax or to monitor the tax. It, it was extremely well received from the public when the board adopted mm-hmm. that. And to – to clarify, though, we're talking about Fairfax County, so there's no physical decal to attach, but there are neighboring jurisdictions that still do have a decal? That's absolutely correct. Um, Arlington is, is an example. Um, I believe Alexandria um, might still have their decal. It's important the towns in Fairfax, particularly Vienna and Herndon, mm-hmm. they do have a decal, and mm-hmm. you, you don't pay the Fairfax County local registration fee if you're a town resident. You do pay the Fairfax County personal property tax. But you have to go to Vienna or Hernan, for example, to go actually buy their decal. Mm, okay. So we've been talking a lot. We've got the annual car tax, the personal property tax. You've got the state registration fee, and then you've got the county registration fee or what was called the decal fee. So if, if, am I correct there? We've got three different kind of things that we've kind of hit on. That's that's correct. And the, the importance of the tax um, – you know, the board is always trying to diversify the revenue streams. Yeah. The the real estate tax carries the overwhelming burden of the tax mm-hmm. uh, taxes collected in the county. But the personal property tax is a way to help diversify. It contributes uh, just over 15% of the general fund revenue. Oh, wow. okay. And if you think about it, it, it also captures into the tax base a lot of folks who don't own real estate, apartment dwellers, uh, renters. And so it does broaden the base, mm-hmm. um, and it helps to uh, equalize things. That's a good point. So back on to the, the car tax or the personal property tax, and you went through a lot of figures earlier in the math, and I got the Mego. You know, my eyes glazed over because we, <laughs> we were talking math, and it's like, oh, gosh, I didn't, I didn't get all that. But um, if I'm having difficulty trying to pay 
my personal property tax or my car tax? Is, is there any help? Is there any, anything I can do or get? Uh, absolutely. First off, it's important to keep in mind the, the deadline. And, and for most cars, it's going to be October 5th, this year October 6th. If you've purchased or moved into the county after July 1, mm-hmm. then you get a little bit of extension. We'll actually bill you in January, and that bill will be due in February. Okay. But if you don't pay your bill on time, well, let me back up. If you don't register your car on time, new new to the county, mm-hmm. new purchase, then there's a 10% late uh, registration fee. Oh, okay. The law resi- says that you have to you have to register your car with Virginia DMV within 30 days. Mm-hmm. With Fairfax, we give you a little more time. Um, you have 60 days, and that's in part so if you register with DMV, we'll get some information and we can help remind you to oh, register okay. on time. So, so well, I mean, I'm going to ask you sure. that before you go too far. What does that mean? I have to register for Fairfax County. Do I physically have to drive my car down here and let you see it, or are you going to automatically send me something in the mail to do that? What we what we do Touch is we send you a form that okay. says, "Hey, DMV says you moved in." The law requires, state law requires you also register locally. You can basically just sign that paper and mail it back to us, and then we've okay. got your registration. Um, we also have a great um, service online where you can register online. Uh, or you can print a form off online and register. So we, we make it pretty simple. Okay, okay. And we do advertise those requirements out there. Okay. But the, the trick is trying to avoid that 10% late penalty. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't pay your taxes on time, the state law also imposes a 10% late payment penalty. Hmm. Now, we're all the time trying to help people avoid those penalties. We advertise the deadlines. We advertise the penalties. We ask you, if you're having problems financially, call us, come in, let's work something out. We can't always waive the penalties, but we might be able to work with you to help um, mitigate them for sure. Um, there are many ways to pay. You you, you can certainly pay by cash uh, here at the government center. We prefer you to use uh, some of our options like mail-in payments. Mm-hmm. Um, all you do is write a check and mail it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pay online. We have credit card um, payments, and we accept e-check payments. Oh, wow. If you pay by credit card, you pay a, a small processing fee. Um, Which is normal nowadays. Seems it, like and and that go. doesn't come to the county. That comes right. to our third-party vendor right. who does the processing. But if you pay electronically by check, it's basically a debit to your bank account. That's mm. free. We handle that here. Um, you can also, and this is a wonderful service that we partner with a private vendor, um, Global um, Express. And it's also in partnership with Shoppers, um, the Shopper, used to be Shoppers Food Warehouse, Shoppers Food and Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. There are stores throughout the county where you can go in, and if you're paying your um, car tax bill by cash, hmm. you can go in and, and pay at the shoppers. Oh, wow. Uh, I think there's a nominal charge of like a dollar twenty-five, I think, oh, for that. Gosh. But it's a well, wonderful convenience. convenience. So if, yeah. you're, if you're down in the Mount Vernon area, Route 1 area, for example, and you're paying by cash and you don't want to drive all the way out to the government center, yeah. it's an outstanding option. You can just go to your local shoppers down there, yeah. pay your bill, and it will be credited on time. Absolutely. Uh, you, I'm sorry, Jim. You can also go to a couple bank branches, uh, Bank of America and SunTrust Bank branches in Fairfax County. We'll also accept your um, car tax payments. You just need to bring, bring your bill and pay the exact right. amount. Right. Wow. Um, so that's, those are cash or yeah. check. Uh, you can't take credit card Sound, on that. Sounds like you've, you've got pretty much every base covered and making it convenient for folks to, to pay. We've even got a new smartphone app that we, um, oh, we wow. put a, um, bar, a code on the tax bills. So basically oh you God. can scan that and, and pay by your smartphone. So wow. we really try to make it convenient. So we, we try to make it so you don't have to drive all the way into the government center. Yeah, yeah. 
We're on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast talking with Kevin Greenleaf, Director of Tax Administration, and we've kind of hit on all the different ways that uh, folks can pay the, the personal property tax or the car tax, as it's called. Um, our audience, the, the 50 plus audience, um, sometimes, oftentimes, we're on fixed incomes. We have difficult situations. Is there any kind of tax relief for uh, my listeners right now if, if they need it? Well, being 50 plus, I can, I can appreciate <laughs> the audience I'm speaking to. Um, I are one of them, as they say. Be, before I, I go off on that, I, I did want to add one last thing. You asked about other things that people are having trouble to pay. Um, the late payment penalties and late payment waivers, mm-hmm. the law does allow us to, to waive those penalties under certain circumstances. It basically requires the law states that we can waive it if it's due to no fault of the taxpayer or if my office has made some error. Hmm. So we try to take that into account. And if you have extenuating circumstances, I certainly invite you to contact our office and explain it, uh, maybe a medical emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and certain, we certainly work with that. We, we, to the extent possible, we try to give taxpayers the benefit of sure, doubt. Sure. Now, as to the 50 plus, um, there are a couple of things. There is a tax relief program for the elderly and disabled. For car taxes, they're fairly stringent thresholds. It's basically for lower income. You can have um, gross income of $22,000. If you're disabled, it, it can actually go up to 29500 mm. You can also have assets of up to 75000 If you're 65 or older or you're permanently and totally disabled and you meet those uh, financial tests, then you can get tax relief on, on one car. It, it basically the board adopted a one-penny tax rate instead of our normal 457, and a one-penny tax rate doesn't generate a bill, so that's good relief. Um, that's the only one for the older, the elderly and disabled. Now, we do have um, some other ones where the board has adopted one-cent tax rates, and again, that's a significant break. One such is for um, uh, disabled veterans. Mm. So if you're permanently and totally disabled, um, rated by the Veterans Administration as such, or if you've lost an arm or a leg or a hand or blind, under those circumstances, and those criteria are all set out by state mm. law, okay. then you too can qualify for a one-cent tax rate. And, right. and again, that's a very good benefit. Right. There's some other things, uh, other rates, and you can yeah. get all of these rates on my website, I, uh, I these special categories. That. One uh, category, and this isn't necessarily age-driven, but if you are operating a vehicle that's specially equipped for the handicap, say you have a a child who who has a wheelchair or you have a wheelchair and you Mm -hmm. have to have a lift in your van, if your vehicle has been specially modified for that, you can qualify for the one-cent tax rate. Mm -hmm. And again, it provides a significant break. And some of these vehicles that get specially modified are obviously pretty pricey and result result otherwise in a significant tax bill. Yeah. So that's a real real positive yeah. thing. You mentioned a lot of a lot of different opportunities programs uh, and and the website. What what is the website address? How can folks get this information? And a, a second question, is there a telephone number or someone in the Department of Tax Administration someone can speak to to kind of go over this and get more nuances, because it's really kind of hard for us here just in the limited time we have to, to kind of hit on all the highlights. So a- absolutely. Question. And I'm very proud of our preds, of our website. I think we have just an enormous amount of information. And we've worked with uh, the Office of Public Affairs and the Department of Information Technology to really try to make it customer friendly. Mm. Um, and we've gotten good feedback on the website. The website is www.fairfaxcounty.com. 
gov slash DTA for the Department of Tax Administration. Mm -hmm. And you can just, again, get a ton of information on tax relief, on the military, on the requirements, on uh, disability um, uh, rules. Um, You can um, certainly contact uh, lots of people on there. Now, we've explained the valuation process. Right. We explain the appeal process and provide the form that you can appeal on there for body damage, for example. But we also list contacts. So my email's on there. Uh, the, the directors of my personal property division who handles valuation wow. is on there. Wow. The director of revenue collection who handles the collection of the tax bills is on there. Their direct emails are on there. Staff emails in terms of boxes that go to the divisions are on there. The telephone number is a central call center in DTA. It's 703-222-8234. And it's open 8 to 430. Um, You can also leave messages on after hours. I I tell you, um, we we do get a lot of telephone calls. And during peak years, the the line or the wait can be significant. Uh And it's it's basically um, we're doing the best we can with the resources we have. We, We have had some budget restrictions that have caused us to uh, sometimes have a little bit longer wait time than we'd like. Sure. But we really actively work to provide a lot of different portals. And, the, and a great one is email. Um, we pride ourselves on answering emails very quickly um, and, and trying to be thorough. And it gives a nice documentation, mm. too. Sometimes you can actually explain things on email, I think, a little bit better right, than right. than sometimes with, with just a telephone sure. call. We also have a Spanish hotline. So if oh, you're... Okay. Uh, uh, um, Spanish speaking only, we can we can accommodate you by by um, hooking you up with Spanish speaking staff. I also have a very bilingual staff, so if you do have language needs, generally if you come to the government center, we, we can find somebody who's able to translate and speak to you in your native tongue. Awesome. Okay, so the 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 DTA staff and you are not the big bad guys. You're you're there to help. You're there to work with folks. We we are. I mean, obviously the tax office sometimes does have to p- play a hard line. I mean. We all as citizens have the obligation to pay the taxes due. If you work with us, we're thrilled to work with you, and we try to explain what we're doing. But sometimes people, right, wrong, or indifferent, might bury their head in the sand, mm-hmm. might try to ignore a tax bill. That's that's when it becomes difficult, and you have to take right. a little bit more right. um, assertive action. Sure. I mean, part of our job is the um, need to assess all property that's due, but everyone has the need to pay their fair share of taxes. And if you don't, then we do take some strong actions to collect taxes. The benefit of that is that we don't have a high delinquency rate. And if we collect all the taxes that are due, that means everyone else isn't having to basically subsidize the delinquent Mm -hmm. taxpayers. We collect about 98% per year on the current taxes, and then we generally collect the balance in subsequent years. Wow. And there's a you know a whole range of actions that we're empowered by law to go ahead and take. Yeah. We take the path of least resistance first. We call you up. We try to talk to you. We absolutely will offer you a payment plan and 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 try to work that out if you're in financial difficulty. Nice. Um, we also unfortunately occasionally have to take more stringent actions such as seizure of bank accounts, wages, uh, seizure of the property. We don't like to do these things, and it's again the path of least resistance. But if we have to, we're, we have a mandate of law to collect the taxes sure. that are due. Okay. 
Kevin, last minute or so before we wrap up, uh, give us that deadline again for the the, uh, car tax coming up and anything else that maybe we haven't talked about or that you want folks to know about the the car tax or tax relief program or anything in general. The immediate deadline is this year is October 6th. Um, By this time, all of the personal property tax bills um, are in the mail. Mm -hmm. Again, if you bought it after July 1 or moved in after July 1, that won't come out till January. But for everyone else, the the car the bills are in the mail. We encourage you to pay early. The earlier you pay, um, the easier it is on you. Um, if you have questions, by all means, contact us by email or phone. Feel free to come in. Um, we we want to help you. We want to explain the bill. And if there's something wrong, we want to know and we want to fix it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I would say one last thing um, because we get this from time to time. It gets back to people paying their fair share. Uh, we, we get folks who complain, hey, there's a lot of out-of-state plates in the county. Hmm. And it's the, the inference to them is that they're tax evaders. Hmm. Well, we've got a website, that, uh, the same website I gave you. You can go online or report anonymously out-of-state plates, and we will research them. Hmm. We don't assess everything because lots of people, frankly, are visitors or they may be military or diplomats and have exceptions. But if we're able to determine that that car is normally garaged in Fairfax County and they don't have any other exception. The fact that they don't have an out-of-state plate does not exempt them, and we will go ahead and tax them. People with out-of-state plates actually pay additional taxes. They pay a surcharge. The board adopted a no-plate tax that's an additional $100 surcharge plus a one-time penalty of $250. So it's really an inducement and encouragement to try and comply with Virginia license plate laws that says you display a Virginia license plate. And, and we're out there trying to enforce that all right. the time. Okay. So the main resource is uh, online, fairfaxcounty.gov slash DTA, and you should be able to get all of your questions answered there. And as Kevin said, you've got email and phone numbers as well if folks want to go an additional step and, and that type of thing. So, Absolutely. All right. Kevin Greenleaf, Director of Tax Administration for Fairfax County, thanks for being with us on Fairfax 50+. plus. It's absolutely my pleasure. To find out more about taxes in Fairfax County and the tax relief program, again, you can go to fairfaxcounty.gov DTA or call 703-222-8234. The TTY number is 711, and that number is answered Monday through Friday from 8 to 430. For more information on county services and recreation for older adults, go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults or call 703-324-7948. TTY number there is 711. Thanks for listening to Fairfax 50 Plus, produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.